Welcome to JNR Basketball. This is John. We are without Ronnie today. I'm going to give you some hints throughout the show to let you guess where you think Ronnie is tonight. And at the end of the show, I'll reveal it. But we're looking at the Eastern Conference Finals. Game number five has just wrapped up. And this game, at least through the first half, is a really close game. Boston ends up winning it, 93-80. They take a 3-2 series lead. This is the first time they've led in the series thus far. And they are one game away from going to the NBA Finals. And the biggest note that I have on this game is Tyler Hero was out, but Jimmy Butler, where is Jimmy Butler? His game has just absolutely vanished pretty much since game two. He scores 13 points tonight. Of those, four of those were from the three-throw line. So he scored nine points from the field. Very, very odd for him. He's been such a dominant player this season in the earlier rounds of the playoffs, and now he's he's more or less completely vanished. So it's been a, it's been a frustrating series for him, I'm sure. The other missing piece of the Miami Heat and, and why they kind of fell apart is Max Struss. He scores four points, all from the three-throw line. He goes 0 for 9. He left the game at one point with an injury, went back to the locker room, came back out. But he has been a non-factor, especially in these last two games. So these last two games for Max Struss, he's, he's four points in two games. He, he scored zero points the last game. For this game, not what you need if you're trying to make the NBA Finals. So as you mentioned, Tyler Hero was out. Everybody else was playing. The starting rotation was all set for both those teams. So those guys are hanging tough and ready to play some basketball. The first quarter was all, all pretty much staying with each other. They were step-by-step step with their baskets. Boston was actually trailing at the end of the first quarter, 17-19. Uh, lots of missed shots on this. Uh, at one point, Lowry grabbed his shoulder. I'm sorry, Tatum grabbed his shoulder after after being covered tight by Lowry. There was a lot of contact there. Didn't seem to phase him long term. He was back in the game. He didn't even leave. Smart got his second foul with eight minutes left in the quarter. So he had two fouls in four minutes, and he got pulled for that. So that he was kind of in foul trouble early, and it didn't end up being a real big issue. But it's always interesting to see when those starters get into foul trouble pretty early. But the the biggest story of this is that, you know, offensive rebounds by Miami, they were leading 5-2. They were getting a lot more second-chance points. And we'd see that continue into the second quarter. Miami took the continued to build their lead uh, in the second quarter. They ended up being ahead 37-42 at halftime. But the big difference is second-chance points. Miami had 16 points versus Boston's two. And their offensive rebounds were 9-2. to two. So they're dominating on the offensive side, getting those second-chance points. And really, that was the difference in the game. Turnovers were pretty even there, staying together. 10-7, to seven, Boston with 10. And at this point, they had both just hit three, uh, four three-point shots. So not a huge three-point night thus far. And they go to halftime. Boston down, what is that, five points? Down five points to Miami. So it was really... You know, they were hanging tough. It was a close game at that point. And, you know, you just got to do you got to do the right stuff. And they were making some good decisions. They were passing the ball around pretty well. And they were they were doing what you need to do is you need to stay with them. You can't let them get ahead. Come back in the third quarter. Make those third quarter adjustments. And that's exactly what we saw. And again, we've, we've said it on all these other podcasts. Whoever makes the third quarter adjustments wins the game. And Boston made those third quarter, third quarter adjustments. They come out of the locker room and they go immediately go on an 8-0 run, take a 45-42 lead. And at this point, you could start to sense the tide changing. 
Uh, Smart uh, still in foul trouble. About two more fouls picked up in the the first two minutes, four minutes of this quarter. So he was out again with four fouls. Uh, Struss comes out at one point for Miami. He goes back to the locker room. Like I said, he was really a non-factor. I don't know if something's bothering him. It would seem so based off of his performance and leaving for the locker room. But he is just... Played 20 minutes tonight, probably 20 minutes too many. He's not contributing offensively or defensively, really. So Victor Oladipo was getting some extra time, but his defense has been good. His offense has been bad. There was a series where Miami ended up with three offensive rebounds on the same series. Two of those were Oladipo shooting absolutely wide open threes, the kind of things that you dream about. Man, I hope I get wide open and can hit this. And he was way off, not even close. I don't think he hit the rim. I think he just plunked off the backboard. His shooting has not been good. And when you're struggling offensively, you have too many guys that can't make shots. You're not going to win a lot of games. So we mentioned Boston starts off on an A-L run. They kind of exchange baskets. And then Boston ends the quarter on a 10-0 run. And they take the lead, 69-58. They're up by double digits at this point going into the third quarter. And this is this is where you need people like Jimmy Butler. This is people where you need people like Bam Adebayo to come out in that fourth quarter and set the tone. And they are unable to do that. They come out in the fourth quarter. Boston continues their run. They go on a 14-2 run to start the fourth quarter. So when you look at the end of the third, start of the fourth, they end up going on a 24-2 point lead. They take... The biggest lead of the night, up by 23, 83-60 at that point. And it, it more or less is game over. Uh, Jimmy Butler cannot get anything going. He airballed some wide-open threes to start the fourth quarter. Uh, he came back another time with maybe a 15-foot jump shot, airball again. Something is wrong with Jimmy Butler. He cannot hit a shot. And when you're trying to win a championship, you need those guys to step up and hit shots. They went on a run. Not a run, but... They were at least scoring points after that initial 14-2 run. But the only player that was scoring points was Bam. At one point, he had scored the last eight points for the Celtics. I'm sorry, against the Celtics for Miami. He was the only one doing anything. Everyone else was missing shots. But Jalen Brown comes back and had a, a huge slam on top of pretty much everybody. Uh, nobody, Nobody wanted to step in front of him, so they kind of parted like the Red Sea. And he just absolutely slammed it home. And the fans started to leave. About five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They were down by 13, so still certainly in the I-can-come-back territory. But the way they were shooting, the way Jimmy Butler disappeared, fans knew what was going to happen. And they started heading towards the exits. Uh, About two minutes later, they really started heading towards the exits. There was almost nobody in the lower bowl at that point. And they pulled the starters with about a minute and a half to go. And my philosophy is always... If they're going to pull their starters, then I don't need to watch the rest of the game. And that's what it, pretty much when I turned the game off at that point. Uh, but yeah, they they absolutely cannot hit shots. And while they were able to keep up in the first half, they really, you, you start to see some of their, their flaws. You can't expect to win a lot of games when you're shooting so poorly from the field. So Miami went, shot for 31% from the field, 15% from the three-point throw line. line. Versus uh, Boston, who's 46% from the field, 30% from the three-point line. And they just ran away with this game because of that. They were they were getting good shots, Miami, and especially at points in the fourth quarter where they could have mounted a comeback. They just could not get them to fall. 
and they weren't getting the defensive stops. So Miami just absolutely got passed up by Boston. And now they're they're in a winner go home scenario. You know, you 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 are the first seed, you get home court advantage, you lost a game at home, you won a game on the road to retain it. You just need to win two games at home to go to the NBA Finals. And they came out again flat tonight, not hitting their shots. And now they're in a situation where they have to travel to Boston and it's a must win. I I picked Miami to win this in six. I don't well, that's certainly not going to happen now. Mathematically, it's impossible. But I don't expect them to win this series. I think Boston goes back home and wins it. And I think they win it a big way. We just see this this fall off of the Miami Heat. Lots of players are injured on both sides. That's you gotta You got to be better than that, though. This late in the season, every player is dinged up. Every player is injured. You can't use that as an excuse. If you're in the game, you need to be able to hit your shots. Or you need to take yourself out and, and get somebody in that can. You know, Victor Oladipo was the only bright spot for the Heat in Game 4. Not the case today. He had three points, and he was one for seven, so not, not hitting any shots. Kyle Lowry, another goose egg. He had zero points. He went zero for six. He had some really bad misses as well. Uh, there was a shot that he took for three, a wide open three that I think he missed by two feet. It was just, it was really, really bad. He's clearly not right. Max Struss, clearly not right. Uh, really, the only bright spot in this game was Duncan Robinson started to get his his flow down. I mean, he went three for 10 for threes. Eventually, if you take enough, you're going to hit some of those. You need him to be better with his sh- shot selection. But Gabe Vincent, I have, is the only bright spot for the Miami Heat. He scored 15 points off the bench in 23 minutes. He shot 50% from the field. I think Miami needs to stop with the three ball until they get their stroke down. They need to move in and take some of these easier shots that Boston has been giving them and and take those, get those, and then start to move back to the three-point line. Uh, but that has not been happening as of thus far. So, like I mentioned, all the starters, both sides, back in today, the boys in the band were ready to play, but Boston just just took away, ran away with it in the second half, wins the game, 93-80. to 80. Game six is going to be in Boston. Today is Wednesday, so that's going to be on Friday night. In the other series, we have Game 5 coming up tomorrow, Thursday night. That's going to be Dallas going back to Golden State. Golden State leads that series 3-1. I thought Golden State was going to sweep. It's hard to sweep in the NBA playoffs, but Denver, not Denver, wow. Dallas looked down quite a bit, so uh, I did expect that to happen. It didn't, but I do expect Golden State to finish up business tomorrow night and win that series in advance to the NBA Finals. I don't know who's going to win. I assume Boston's going to win at this point. If a Boston versus Golden State lineup, that's going to be a tough match. I think Golden State has the better shooters. Boston certainly has the better defense. I could see that being, you know, I'll make my official prediction once the teams get picked, but I have picked Golden State to win previously. I'm going to stand by that for now. We'll have to see what the injury reports look like as we head into the finals. But that's where we stand today. Golden State leading 3-1 in their series. Boston leading 3-2 in their series. And if you had been listening, maybe you were able to guess I was naming New Kids on the Block songs because that is where Ronnie is with his wife tonight at the New Kids on the Block concert in Phoenix. So hopefully he's having a good time. Uh, I imagine Boston fans are having a good time after really just putting on a show the second half. So kudos to them. Kudos to their defense for putting this pressure on Miami Heat uh, in certain situations. But Miami had a lot of open shots. 
if if they would have hit those, this would have been a lot closer of a game. I still think Boston would have won it, but uh, the Boston defense has been has been pretty solid, and uh, I expect them to ramp it up to another level in Game Six in two days from now. So, thanks for listening to JNR Basketball, and we'll talk to you soon.